You are Locked On Fantasy Baseball, your daily fantasy baseball podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello, I'm Scott Cullen, and welcome to the Locked On Fantasy Baseball Podcast on the Locked On Podcast Network. It's Major League Baseball draft season, and the Locked On MLB Prospects Podcast is covering every future star of Major League Baseball. Host Aaron Layton brings you player interviews and farm system breakdowns every day. Subscribe to Locked On MLB Prospects on the Odyssey app or wherever you get podcasts. In today's episode, we're going to do buy low, sell high uh, possibilities. Uh, we'll dig deep on the waiver wire, some injury updates, uh, and then some matchups uh, that I like for Thursday night's games. But uh, we'll start... Uh, with buy low uh, opportunities for hitters. Uh, and we'll go to Detroit for Akil Badu, uh, the outfielder. Uh, now, you may not be buying at a super low point. He has 14 stolen bases on the season, and, and that alone will help uh, people just cling to him. But in his past nine games, Badu has three home runs, uh, 11 RBIs, nine runs scored, hitting 297. Uh, and frankly, he, he should be playing uh, every day for the most part uh, through the rest of the season uh, for a Tigers team that really isn't uh, in contention. So, uh, Akil Badu, uh, probably looking at uh, an opportunity at the very least uh, to have a strong finish. Uh, Arizona catcher uh, and outfielder Dalton Varsho. Uh, certainly there's more value at catcher, uh, especially if you're in a, a league that requires two. Uh, and Varsho uh, has hit really well in the minors uh, and just hasn't been able to get it going uh, in the majors yet. He's hitting just 175 so far for the Diamondbacks. But in his past six games, he's six for 17, has a couple home runs, four RBIs. You know, maybe you don't have to jump out and grab Dalton Varsho immediately, but uh, keep an eye on him. See, see if this uh, recent uptick uh, can continue. Uh, Cleveland outfielder Bradley Zimmer, uh, who has he has potential here, and part of it is that he can steal bases, and, and that alone uh, does give him some fantasy appeal. Uh, but in his past nine games, he's hitting 324, so he's bringing the average up uh, a little bit. Has a couple home runs, couple stolen bases, uh, and uh, as a an outfield fill-in, somebody to uh, tack on to the back end of your roster. Uh, Bradley Zimmer is worth your consideration. Uh, Colorado first baseman C.J. Crone. Uh, we keep talking about uh, Crone, and he's still available in quite a few spots. Uh, he has three home runs in his past six games, getting him up to 14 home runs uh, on the season. Uh, in a full season, uh, it's not unreasonable at all to think that Crone can get you 30 home runs uh, playing in Colorado. Yankees outfielder Greg Allen. Uh, now, he's... Hitting 417 in five games since getting called up, but uh, part of the issue with Greg Allen and why he ends up in AAA is he doesn't uh, doesn't have a consistent enough bat uh, that you can count on him. Uh, but he can steal bases. He got three stolen bases uh, in those five games with the Yankees, and then at AAA he was hitting 272, had six steals in 36 games. Uh, we've seen him steal bases before uh, in the major leagues with when he was with Cleveland. Uh, so uh, this is a bit of a desperation play, given that Allen uh, is not. Uh, wholly secure in, in a major league job. Uh, but in, in the short term, if, you, if you're looking for somebody who can swipe some bags, uh, give him a shot. Uh, and then Boston Red Sox second baseman, Kike Hernandez, uh, who really went through a, a bit of a slump. Uh, and, you know, he, he doesn't have the highest ceiling to begin with. So that, that slump would uh, kind of turn off enough uh, fantasy managers. Uh, but uh, Hernandez has really been bouncing back. Uh, over the past, I mean, not even the past month, past 19 games, he has eight home runs, 15 RBIs, 13 runs scored, hitting 292. Uh, so all of a sudden, a uh, guy who plays second base and outfield, uh, 
uh, offers a whole lot uh, of value that he, he kind of was leaving on the table uh, earlier in the season. All right, when we come back, we'll get on to uh, some sell-high hitters. Today's episode is brought to you in part by Fully Loaded Chew. Fully Loaded Chew is tobacco-free, long-cut in pouches. Gives you the same pack, dip, spit, and buzz you're used to without tobacco. Available in nine flavors, Fully Loaded Chew is made with all food-grade ingredients and tobacco-free nicotine, the purest form of nicotine available. It's the only moist nicotine pouch on the market. All other nicotine pouches are dry white pouches. Nothing dips, spits, and packs like Fully Loaded. Fully Loaded Chew is offering Locked On team listeners a special offer. Right now, you can try a can for just $1. That's right, just $1. Go to www.fullyloadedchew.com and use promo code LOCKEDON for just $1 and free shipping if you use the code LOCKEDON at checkout. The next time you go for a dip, make it Fully Loaded Chew at fullyloadedchew.com. This episode is also brought to you by Rock Auto. With the ever-increasing number of makes and models, it's now just about impossible for your local chain auto parts store to stock all the parts you need. Why endure often pointless or seemingly intimidating questioning? Is your Odyssey an LX or is it an EX? And wait while the person behind the counter orders the parts on their computer. You know, you have computers with access to rockauto.com at home and in your pocket. So save time and money by using Rock Auto. Why choose to spend 30%, 50%, even 100% more for the same parts from a chain store or car dealership? For example, you can get a Honda Odyssey fuel pump. It's $353 at a chain store. At Rock Auto, it's $216. That's more money in your pocket. Rock Auto is a family business serving do-it-yourselfers for over 20 years. Rock Auto prices are reliably low for every customer. They have everything you could need from brake parts, tail lamps, motor oil, even new carpet. Go explore their easy-to-use website today. Find the solution to your auto parts needs. Go to rockauto.com right now. See all the parts available for your car or truck right locked on in their how did you hear about us box so they know we sent you amazing selection reliably low prices all the parts your car will ever need visit rockauto.com all right so we covered the buy low hitters uh, in that first segment let's take a look at some hitters you might want to sell high on and i guess the first one he's already in free fall but uh carlos correa uh, the astro shortstop they got off to a pretty solid start this season uh, but right now in his past nine games correa is one for 32 uh, and I don't know if, if it, the time to sell him is after he's one for 32. Uh, but th- at the very least, this is a, a beware of the situation going on with Carlos Correa. Uh, he's mired in an awful slump. Uh, Buster Posey, uh, the San Francisco Giants catcher, uh, who is having a, a fantastic season and mostly unexpected, I would say, given the, you know the way his past couple of seasons had gone and, and the fact he was uh, he opted out of uh, the 2020 uh, baseball season. But... Uh, this year, he does have 13 home runs. He's hitting 333, but he has a 377 batting average on balls in play, uh, has 25% uh, home run fly, fly ball rate, uh, which is awfully high. Uh, and so uh, I think you, you can look at the, the numbers from Posey, and if you've uh, added that value to your lineup already, uh, you might want to you know cut your losses here to, or, or at least get out while the getting is good uh, because he, he's highly likely to see some regression uh, down the stretch this season. Uh, an interesting one here is the White Sox, Tim Anderson. Uh, shortstop, he has a 389 batting average on balls in play, and immediately the spider senses go up and say, oh, whoa, whoa, you, you have to uh, expect that guy to crash. Uh, but Anderson had a 383 batting average on balls in play last season. Now, I mean, we're talking small samples here between you know half of this season and a, and a shortened season last year. But the year before that, it was 399. Uh, and so 
Tim Anderson is not a, a stranger to uh, obscenely high uh, batting average on balls in play. Uh, but if you had to wager uh, whether he's going to hold at 389 uh, for the rest of the season, I think the, the safe play is still to bet it uh, on that to come down. Uh, and so his 312 batting average uh, overall, uh, you know, that's obviously dependent on that high batting average on balls in play. So you're, you might be dealing uh, with Tim Anderson at kind of peak value uh, about now. Uh, Blue Jays outfielder Teoscar Hernandez. Um, he has a 365 batting average on balls in play. And, and that, I mean, that's already high, but the, the kind of concern that goes along with it is that his hard hit rate uh, this season is much lower. It's down to 36.2%, which is not terrible, but last season it was up around 48%. Uh, and so if Hernandez is not hitting the ball uh, as hard as often uh, this season, uh, I would find it hard to believe he's going to be able to maintain a 365 batting average on balls in play. Uh, Adam Frazier for Pittsburgh, the second baseman who's uh, been on the trade block, it seems. Uh, he's rocking a 363 batting average on balls in play. Um, and that's leading him to a 327 batting average. And the, really that batting average carries a lot of Frazier's fantasy value because he doesn't uh, have real home run power of, of note. Uh, and so uh, I would beware there. Uh, and then obviously you're going to want to keep tabs on where Adam Frazier actually is playing uh, after the trade deadline. Uh, Philadelphia uh, second baseman Gene Segura has a 353 batting average on, on balls in play, and he has another uh, low percentage, I guess, of hard hits. It's 26.2% uh, this year, uh, and uh, that's the the conundrum: is when you have somebody who has this really high batting average on balls in play, if they're really driving the ball, uh, you might be willing to give them the benefit of the doubt. But uh, this 26.2% hard hit rate is below Segura's career average. Um, I, I'm not so sure I'd be willing to give him the benefit of the doubt on that lofty uh, batting average on balls in play. Uh, for Colorado, uh, outfielder Jonathan Daza uh, has a 355 batting average on balls in play, and like Segura, his, his hard hit rate is low. It's 26%, uh, and Daza, part of his value is that he's got a 295 batting average this season, and if, uh, and if you expect uh, regression to come for the batting average on balls in play, uh, then uh, that batting average may come tumbling down a little bit too. All right, so let's go take a look uh, to the mound uh, and some pitchers uh, you might be able to uh, grab uh, as buy low uh, candidates. And we'll start, I guess, with the Phillies' Aaron Nola. Uh, and, you know, Aaron Nola sitting here with a 4.64 ERA, uh, that's the reason he's a buy low candidate because, um, you know, that that is almost a non-starter in most fantasy leagues to have a, uh, a starting pitcher who's uh, riding that ERA. Uh, but Nola's expected fielding independent pitching is 3.44, which is still pretty respectable. Um, so uh, if somebody uh, is uh, offering you NOLA uh, at a bit of a discount because of the, those uh, overall numbers, uh, you might be able to grab some value there. Uh, San Francisco's Logan Webb. Uh, now Webb has missed some time with injuries and that's part of the reason that he, maybe he's not valued quite as much. Um, he's four and three with a 3.54 ERA and, and that, well, that sounds, you know, solid enough. His expected fielding independent pitching 3.05. So he's, e you know, even better than that, uh, by the underlying numbers, uh, Tampa Bay rookie, uh, Shane McClanahan, uh, has a 3.88 ERA, uh, 3.23 expected fielding independent pitching kind of rebounding, uh, from a bit of a mid season slump. He came in, had his first few starts and looked really great. Uh, went through a bit of a tough stretch, but now is bouncing back in his past five starts. McClanahan is a 3.08. Uh, ERA. Uh, Boston's Eduardo Rodriguez. We'll keep uh, banging the drum for him uh, because his underlying numbers are, are vastly better uh, than his ERA and, and that's been coming down. It's down to 5.19 but that still qualifies as awfully high for fantasy. Uh, but 
expected fielding and independent pitching for uh, Eduardo Rodriguez is 3.34. Uh, and he has an ERA of 2.38 in his past four starts. And so um, that statistical regression that you uh, uh, should have been expecting when his ERA was sitting up over six, uh, it's, been t- it's been taking hold. Uh, but you can probably still get in uh, and grab some value on Rodriguez. When we come back, we'll look at some pitchers that you can sell high on and dig deep on the waiver wire, some injury updates, and more. Bet online is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports action. Baseball season's in full swing. You can track all the action at Bet Online. Get the latest news, odds, and info for all your sporting needs, including Major League Baseball, NBA, NHL, NFL, and UFC MMA action. Before the next pitch, head over to Bet Online on your laptop or mobile device. Check out the great sporting news, sign-up bonuses, and contest information. Don't sit on the sidelines anymore. This is your chance to get into the game. As teams prep for their runs to the playoffs. Head to the website betonline.ag or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Use promo code LOCKEDON at BetOnline, your online sportsbook experts. All right, to the sell-high pitchers. Uh, And uh, we'll pick up with the Mets' Taiwan Walker, who had been uh, outstanding uh, through the first you know, a few months of the season and, and, and maybe in a way that you expected it to not be sustainable. Uh, and now uh, Walker has a 5.64 ERA in his past five starts, still has an ERA under three. Uh, that's why we're still considering this a sell high opportunity. Uh, but uh, it's certainly trending in the, in the wrong direction here for Walker. Uh, San Diego's U Darvish uh, is maybe just a, a beware of what's going on with Darvish here is uh had a, a slight injury recently and his ERA in his past three starts is 7.36. Uh, and so, I mean, if you're not giving away you Darvish, we're not in, in that uh, kind of range, but uh, if, if uh, you know, if he doesn't uh, rebound in his next start or two, then uh, you're into a bit of a, a troubling spot for a guy who's probably the ace of your staff. Uh, Seattle's Chris Flexen uh, is, he's nine and three with a 3.35 ERA, but Expected fielding independent pitching is 4.45, really low strikeout rate. Uh, and so you may wonder uh, how sustainable this is for Chris Flexen. If you can get value for him, you know, based on a 9-3 record and 3.35 ERA, uh, I'd probably try that. Uh, and similarly, uh, Oakland's Cole Irvin, uh, 3.42 ERA, uh, but his expected fielding independent pitching, pitching is 4.64, has a low strikeout rate as well. Uh, and so, you know, guys like Flexen and Irvin, uh, uh, St. Louis's Kwong Hyun Kim, who, who's going great, but also has a really low strikeout rate. Um, those are guys that you, uh, you know, you may may worry about how sustainable uh, their success is uh, over the long haul. You know, it, it's one thing to uh, to do it for a handful of starts or even for a couple of months, uh, but over a six month season, uh, it's awfully tough when you're when you're not missing uh, many bats. Uh, all right, so every episode, I offer up one player that is rostered in 10%. Uh, or fewer of Yahoo leagues, and maybe you need to race out to the wave wire to get them, or maybe it's somebody you can uh, kind of just have on your radar and be ready to pounce when the time is right. And uh, today we're going with Pittsburgh first baseman John Nagowski. Uh, and he's not just a guy who can get under Marcus Stroman's skin, uh, but uh, Nagowski couldn't hit in St. Louis this season uh, at all. Uh, but uh, since landing in Pittsburgh, uh, he's played 13 games for the Pirates, is hitting 412. Uh, and if you need a corner infield option, uh, you know, Nagowski showed it that he is a, at least a, a competent minor league hitter, had an 817 uh, OPS at AAA. You know, he's rostered in just 5% of Yahoo leagues. Now to some injury updates. Uh, and, you know, it's a fairly significant uh, list here uh, on Thursday. And we'll start with Cincinnati right fielder Nick Castellanos. Uh, wrist injuries got him out probably till mid-August. Uh, and, you know, that's obviously a, a big absence from the, the Reds lineup, their best hitter. Uh, Minnesota first baseman and outfielder Alex Kirilov uh, 
the rookie is, has had wrist surgery that could keep him out for the rest of the season. That's uh, not a huge loss. Kirilov hasn't really established himself yet, uh, but there was an opportunity for him uh, certainly with, with injuries and so on to, to take advantage of Minnesota this year. And uh, I don't think that's really happened. Uh, Cubs third baseman, Chris Bryant is day to day with a hamstring uh, injury. Dodgers first baseman, Max Muncie day to day with a shoulder contusion uh, from getting hit by a pitch. Uh, Washington second baseman, Alcides Escobar, day-to-day with a, a wrist injury, and that, that's too bad because Escobar has been a, a popular one in daily fantasy to uh, uh, recommend because he, uh, I mean, com- coming very cheaply, um, but, uh, you know, also hitting leadoff uh, in a lot of games here for, for the Nationals lately. Uh, Arizona, uh, second base and outfield eligible, Josh Rojas has a dislocated finger. That ought to keep him out for a bit. Uh, Cleveland DH, Bobby Bradley, day-to-day with a back injury. Uh, Tampa Bay reliever, uh, J.P. Fireisen, uh, is on the shul- uh, on the 10-day injured list with a shoulder injury. Uh, Fireisen's kind of in that uh, late, late-inning mix uh, for the Rays, and so if he's uh, not getting those opportunities, Diego Castillo uh, probably gets a few more. A uh, couple in Baltimore uh, have landed on the COVID-19 list. Uh, starting pitcher Keegan Aiken uh, and right fielder Anthony Santander. Um, you know, a- Aiken is far off the radar for fantasy purposes, but Santander... Uh, does have a little bit of upside that makes him worth watching. Uh, Kansas City outfielder Michael Taylor, uh, day-to-day with a wrist injury. Uh, Not a huge uh, fantasy player, but uh, a little bit of value there. Uh, The Mets, uh, trouble at second base. Jeff McNeil out with an undisclosed injury, and Jose Peraza on the 10-day injured list with a broken finger. Uh, Suddenly you're down to uh, your third-string second baseman, uh, just like that. Uh, Pittsburgh, starting pitcher Chase DeYoung uh, on the 10-day injured list with a, a knee injury. Uh, and Toronto catcher Danny Jansen, uh, day-to-day with a hamstring injury uh, there. So let's, uh, before we go, grab a few matchups for Thursday uh, that I like. And we've got three. Uh, we start with the Atlanta Braves, Charlie Morton on the mound, minus 125 at Philadelphia, uh, and Matt Moore. Morton's been really good uh, for Atlanta. I mean, he had strong underlying numbers from the jump this year, uh, but um, the, the, the overlying numbers have, have kind of caught up to him Uh as the season has gone on. And so his results have been just steadily getting better. Uh, and so minus 125, not a, a huge premium to pay against uh, Matt Moore, who I don't trust at all. Uh, San Francisco's Anthony DiSclefani plus 156 uh, at the Dodgers' Walker Bueller. Now, taking on the Dodgers' Walker Bueller is probably a, a, a fool's errand, uh, but the price is just too tempting given how well DiSclefani has pitched uh, this year. Uh, there's just a lot of value given how, how awesome DiSclefani has been. Uh, and then... Just as I said, you know, you might want to be, beware and sell high on Chris Flexen. I'm going to take Seattle with Chris Flexen on the mound, plus 130 uh, at home against Oakland with Sean Manaya. Uh, you know, Chris Flexen may be due for some regression. Doesn't mean it has to happen tonight. Uh, so we'll uh, take uh, Flexen plus 130 because at home as the underdog there, that's a pretty reasonable price. Uh, that will do it for today. Uh, enjoy the games. We can come back tomorrow and we'll uh, look ahead to uh, lineup uh, options and two-start pitchers for next week. Uh, also, check out the Locked On Fantasy Hockey Podcast. We are in a busy time. Uh, just uh, wrapped up the expansion draft. A uh, bunch of trades and signings are coming. Uh, and uh, the entry draft uh, goes on Friday. So uh, listen to these podcasts on Apple, Google Play, Stitcher, Spotify, Odyssey, wherever you get your podcasts. Stay locked in with Locked On Fantasy Baseball, your daily source for fantasy news and analysis. Betting on Major League Baseball doesn't have to be a guessing game if you listen to the new Locked On Bets podcast hosted by your boy Q and handicapping expert Lee Sterling. Get daily picks, blowout specials, wrong team favorite picks, and Lee Sterling's lock of the day. Follow the Locked On Bets podcast brought to you by betonline.ag, wherever you get podcasts.